Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Heavens to Roll. I try to make a habit of not doing this, just in case you're uh, catching up with the show from the beginning or watching from a very, very, very long, long time in the future. But I, uh, Rain, I just wanted to apologize briefly for the uh, gap in releases that we've had. Uh, there, there has been like a little bit of time since the last time we put up an episode, and it is it is entirely because of stuff going on with me. Uh, we have had uh, first, I've had a lot of work going on, and uh, that obviously has taken precedent over things like uh, recording a podcast that I really enjoy uh, and wish I could uh, spend more time on. But the most recent thing has been that I've had a uh, medical emergency that required me to be uh you know in bed for a while and unable to edit audio however we're now uh past that i'm now in a point where i still can't go back to work but i can edit audio so the show is back now uh and i'm going to try to finish uh as many episodes as i can before returning to work just to make sure that you guys have the opportunity to listen to as much of this show as we have recorded. In positive news, we have recorded the entire adventure path. So from now on, what you are hearing is steps toward the end of the story. We, of course, have music uh, created by Michael Gelfi Audio, and that will continue through the rest of the adventure and sound effects produced by Sirenscape. We are now entering into a dangerous territory, a land of volcanism and hmm, fears that may need to pass through our protagonists. Please, everyone, welcome to session 83. The Belly of the Beast. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to, to Curse. Curse. Of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Are you trying to make it more difficult for me to say it along with you? <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm just I saying was, the introduction. I was really struggling that time. <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> more irregular pauses than William Shatner. <laughs> well, we got there eventually. It yes. works out. We did. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne, we finished exploring the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. Uh, we had just finished fighting some uh, Red Mantis assassins. Mm -hmm. uh, we questioned one and killed the other mm -hmm. uh, in a move that some said was a bit cold. Uh, Lenore may not be doing very well so under said. the pressure at the moment. Um, Trinia did some uh, digging around for illicit treasure. 
uh, and Ophelia and Damien got stuck reading a cursed wall for like yes. six everybody hours. Was, everybody was getting a little bit cursed last session. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so just barely managing to escape uh, the Acropolis with our lives after our um, prisoner decided to start screaming to wake up the many tentacled, enormously horrific I really wanted, monster. I really wanted a combat uh, with these tentacles, but it wasn't in the cards <laughs> this time. In the cards? Yep. Uh, because I did use a hero card to, to grab him. Yes. I used one of my hero points to grab him and shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, we escaped. We brought with us the bodies of some of the uh, Sklarqua. Um, no, Scone, Sconequa? Mm-hmm. Which one? Sklarqua. Sklarqua. Um, yes. Bodies of the uh, Sklarqua people who got stuck at yes. the Eternal Glyphs. Uh, and we are taking everything back to the Callow Mounds, where we're going to have a little conversation with Thousand Bones about some of the Thessalonian stuff we found. And also, um, you know, bury some bodies. Mm -hmm. I think we had just made it there at the end of last session. Yes. We've just made it to the Callow Mounds. Yes. Uh, And uh, I believe you're turning over the bodies of the Sklarqua. Yes. 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 Uh, Which which Thousand Bones would restore using Restore Corpse until they're you know, uh, presentable so that he can like identify them and send mm-hmm. word to the uh, people at Flameford, which is the Sklarqua. I was going to cast Speak with Dead, but I realized I don't know how to speak Shwanti. I can cast it if you would like. Uh, Thousand Bones sort of speaking to you over the body. What questions do you have for them? Primarily, I was going to ask who they were, if they had any family and where they wanted to be buried. Mm. Okay. Um, just to save a little time uh, and also not generate random names, uh, yeah. you gather that they are members of the Sklarqua. They died uh, approximately like uh, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they were coming there seeking the mark of the uh, the mark of the Thrall Keepers mm-hmm. uh, as sort of a challenge. Mm-hmm. They have family in Flameford. There's, you know, there's there's only like a couple families that live in Flameford, so mm-hmm. they're probably related to somebody. Yeah. And Thousand Bones can arrange for word to be sent to the uh the uh Sun Shaman Thank who you. oversees that. And oh, it yeah. says in the meantime, Akram, it has been so long since I saw your face. It has been 97 days since we last spoke in person. <laughs> Six hours and probably about 40 minutes. <laughs> looking up at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, looking up at the sun. Checks the sundial on his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? And Thousand Bones will just, just sort of smile and go, You really do never change, do you, Akram? No. I do not. It is a part of my valued nature to be inconstant. It is, to be it is constant. part of the job. <laughs> uh, and, and he sort of bats him on the shoulder. Uh, Thousand Bones seems very happy to see Akram. Akram does actually seem kind of happy to see Thousand Bones, too. Wow! Uh, he must really like him, then. Yes, he must Aww. really like him. That's really sweet. Aww. 
I like the fact that when you when you, when you cast speak with dead, nobody nobody tells you lies. Oh, how does how does that work? Well, most people are, ref- are relatively neutral. Ah, uh, uh, we did get our thrallkeeper marks at the Acropolis, so. Oh, Yuni, give me a will save. Oh shit! <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Um, that wasn't great. Uh, oh, but my modifier is bonkers. Uh, 23? Uh, Unia, uh, while you're talking, shooting through your body, this this pang of, of energy, uh, and you briefly have a flash uh, over, like, a uh, flash in your vision of serpent's coils constricting around you. Uh, what? Um... What's happening? What's going on? And um, and Thousand Bones immediately look, looks at you with concern. It's like, are you, are you all right? I saw snakes coiling around me. Mm. I, what, what was that? I don't know. I, I was just, we were just talking, and um, you, you managed to avoid it, but like, you felt this. Presence. There was something here watching. Uh, Thousand Bones is going to uh, cast a spell. His eyes take on this like pale blue glow. What are you doing? Uh, I'm checking something. Often when people delve into ruins, they can bring back other things. Curses? Curses or enchantments. I didn't touch anything in there. Hmm. Beyond the walls. Anything? Nothing. I didn't grab. Well, I did. I did throw away a cursed whip that. Show me your hands. I was touching. I'm showing. I'm showing you my hands. Unia puts up their hands. And you have the mark of the thrallkeeper on your hand, right? Yes, on the right hand. What was your vision? Snakes coiling around me. Golden snakes. Golden snakes. Huh. With wings? Uh, I don't... It was very fast and relatively painful. I didn't notice. This is the first time you've seen something like this? No. When did it start? His eyes... Uh, I should note, uh, as he's saying all this, his eyes still glow. Uh, they, they really... They're glowing with sort of the same look of, like, glassed-over eyes of the dead uh, have. <laughs> like, just milky. Like, milky, lost their color. Ooh, all no, right. No, like, like, like dead. Yeah, like dead. Ew. Uh, uh-huh. is probably gonna uh, quail away from the eye contact a little bit. Um, as you are probably aware, there's a globe in the basement of the Acropolis where you receive the Thrallkeeper mark. Yes. I had a number of visions upon touching the globe. Hmm. It seemed to understand what I wanted. It showed me things, and I showed it things, and there were the coils of a golden snake. Yes. Lasala. Yes. The, or so it seemed. The god of the rune lords. Yes. Yes. Many of the monuments that dot our landscape were dedicated to her. 
and her power still lingers in them, though her influence on the world has long waned. You, you spoke to me once before about drawing on the power of lost and forgotten gods. Yes. I see something about you. I... Golden lines encircling your body. Where holding on to you. Where it are they? Everywhere. is looking around. Everywhere. I don't... I don't see them. If you had the ability to detect undead, you too could see it. Am I undead? No. But a presence much like that of undeath is clinging to you. I, I don't know if I like that. Perhaps it could explain part of why you hold on to the power of Eridan. Or perhaps it's something else. I... There's something else. Damien told me when he tried to use the globe to gain the Thrallkeeper mark, he couldn't speak to it. It was confused Hmm. and broken. Yes. But... It didn't seem broken when I used it. Nelsonbone sort of just nods. He goes, The globe that you speak of. I have heard the stories. It says that it drives minds to madness, gazing into it. Yes, it did. It did hurt quite a lot. But no, I've never heard of it giving clear visions. Did it answer your questions? Some of them. It answered questions about the past. It did not answer my moral quandaries. Nor would it. Lasala, when she reigned, was a goddess of knowledge, a keeper of lore. There was a time when that lore included the virtues of leadership, but... Legend says that as they corrupted, so too did Lasala's vision. And that form of her was lost. So you are seeing visions of a lost god. It seems so, yes. As you have with Eridan. Maybe that she is trying to speak to you. Have you considered speaking back? I... The idea of offering worship to another deity. I worry that my connection to Aradin is tenuous. Thousand Bones nods and goes, I understand your ideals of worship are tied up in Talden custom of personification, identity. You are a worshipper of Aradin. And you worry that he would be jealous of worshipping another. Yes. Think of it less like like worship and more like he sort of looks around, giving shelter to a lost spirit. You see, divine power, when it touches this world, it leaves an echo always. From the smallest spell to the intervention of a god. For lesser magic, it lingers for a time and then dissipates. 
But the more powerful the magic, the longer its presence can be felt. You are not worshipping, merely letting that power flow through you. In our culture, it is common for shamans to invoke spirits that they give shelter to, whether that be a Skonqua shaman like myself, who usually holds the power of the spirits of the dead, asking for a spirit of flame, or shaman asking for the spirit of the moon. You can hold this power, but not own it. We call this wandering spirit. You are an experienced channeler, yes. Yes. You know what is it like to have divine power flow through you. Yes. Meditate on this. I will. First, mm-hmm. I need to apologize. Hmm? I asked the globe in the Acropolis to show me what my people had done to yours. It... words fail me. So you have seen, then? See, the, the globe... The one thing that we do know is that it seeks knowledge. And my people have been seeking the glory of returning with that mark, he points to your hand, for hundreds of years now. Hundreds of years of knowledge that they have given in exchange for a bit of glory. And now you have seen it. But a piece of it. It should never have happened, but it did. It did. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that nothing like that happens again. Forgive me, but I don't yet believe you have that power. Not yet, but I will. If that is a power you seek to wield, learn to hear spirits around you. You cannot speak for them. I will let them speak for themselves. And his eyes, his eyes fade. Uh, taking on their usual kind of dark, uh, maybe a little bit, a little bit cloudy look. Unia wipes some tears from their face. All right, what do I do? Well, you've already visited a shrine relevant to Lasala. Yes. Think on this. Think on what Lasala wants to give you, and what you can do in return. And concentrate. My people do that. Can do this each each morning as we prepare our spells for the day. Oh, I suppose I could try doing it in the morning. I sort of wanted to try now. It may be difficult, since you have never done it before. Most most shamans who gain this power have already been quite experienced at 
channeling the power of natural spirits. I am primarily concerned about the snakes and the constriction. You have a castle person? Yes. It's similar. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, so what this means mechanically mechanically is uh you have gained <gasps> the uh wandering domain power Ooh. Uh, this is uh, an extension of your revealed domain Ooh. where uh basically by uh visiting a shrine of a lost or dead god oh. you may channel what lingering power they have on the material plane uh and invoke one domain that is associated with them Oh, that's cool. Yes. Uh, and basically, it means that uh, as you rest, you can swap out a domain for one in the portfolio of uh, either the last shrine that you visited, in this case, Lasala, uh-huh. uh, or Aridin. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, uh, in order to do it for the first time, you're probably going to have to make some sort of wisdom-based check. All right. Concentration will probably be good. Okay. Concentration check. So that's uh, my spellcasting level plus my wisdom mm -hmm. modifier plus a d20. Oh, yes. All right. So d20 plus 18. Unia concentrates. Uh, 27. All right. So uh, the next morning. Uh, yes, the next morning. Uh, as you concentrate... Uh, you can... What did you get? I got a 27. Okay. Uh, you feel the power uh, sort of surrounding you. You get a flash of uh, these gold, this golden serpent coil wrapping around you. Uh, a green diamond pattern briefly visible on its back. And as you concentrate, you find that the serpent coils are obeying your command you reach out and you can feel it and then you can feel it move hello Nisola you have a you feel a presence touch your mind probing seeking answers I though you can't detect the questions I'm here to help uh, and as uh, you say that you are here to help, uh, you feel as if the uh, snake skin beneath your hand begins to move rapidly, uh, and the you suddenly see uh, slowly revolving before your face the seven-pointed star, uh, four massive wings unfurl, uh, and then the star rushes toward you, uh, toward your chest. You can feel it pressing in at your holy symbol. Uh, and it's almost as if the entire length of this giant serpent presses into your holy symbol. <sighs> and when it is done, you see a faint golden aura emanating from the symbol, radiating out as a seven-pointed star. Ooh. With Eridan's symbol at the center. Ooh. You gain access to one of Lasala's domains. Oh! You may choose from knowledge, law, nobility, or rune, 
or one of the subdomains language, leadership, memory, thought, or wards. Daft goes to look up all of the different ones. It takes about 20 minutes. Uh, I would like... Thankfully, we've thought ahead and prepared of that. Thankfully. uh, (laughs) uh, The spell spell list I prepared earlier... um, I am picking the memory subdomain. So this will replace your magic domain. Yes, and I think as Unia is prepping their spells and thinking on the um, the spells they're getting from their domains, they are wondering where exactly the magic domain they had came from. Hmm, good question. Now I'm not great at knowledge religion checks. I think I'm going to have them try. Oh hey, I got an 18 on die for total of 23. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, of the gods that grant access to the magic domain, uh-huh. uh, the prime deities that you're familiar with are uh, Asmodeus, uh-huh. which you don't think you've had any major dealings with. There was that one time where you went to the temple of Asmodeus, but yeah. you weren't there a very long time. Uh, Nethus. Uh, and you've never really dealt with Nethus. Yeah. And never. there is one uh-huh. that does stand out in your mind. Urgothoa uh, has access to the magic domain. Uh, what? When did you gain access to the magic domain? After fighting through the Temple of Urgothoa. And specifically, what happened just before? We, I saw a little rune. Yeah. I saw a little magic. And you took the power. I did. You did. Oh boy! It was a previously a shrine to Lasala yes. that had been desecrated and turned into a shrine to Ergothoa. Thought I was taking the power of Lasala's that boy. <laughs> oh, Unia is going to make sure they wash their hands extra <laughs> well uh, before uh, going and, about their day. And on the and on the uh, spectrum of deities, Ergothoa is decidedly more dead than others. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so I can pick, I can pick dead deities, lost deities, and undead deities. <laughs> Specifically, Ergothoa, <laughs> because she's taken an interest in you. Oh no, <laughs> Unia's just like. <laughs> Unia, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the all that Unia ever said to the party about that. <laughs> For now. For now. All right. What would you like to do next? What would I like to do next? Well, um, so I've been to the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. I've been to uh, the Temple of the Moon. Uh, I want Sredna. Um... I'm trying to figure out if I should go to Flameford now and tell them about the folks that we just uh, dropped off. Um, uh, Thousand Bones would tell you. Uh, unfortunately, um, he, he actually Thousand Bones would say, if you're planning to go to Flameford, I might not go just yet. Before your arrival, word had spread. Oh, no. There is a presence in the Cinderlands searching for you. Uh, yeah, that's not great optics. The uh, Red Mantis. 
Yeah. I, I mean, maybe if we went there, we could explain, like, the whole deal. I... And they, they're not interested in listening, are they? Not particularly. Fuck. However, if you do undertake the test of Skaruk, I think Flameford would be open to you. Okay, that's the... That's the big worm thing, right? Yes. Okay. Um, that's going to take us a couple more days. Um, Damien, how long did you say these marks are going to last? Um, probably a couple more days. Then they're going to fade. Um, we probably won't be able to get to Flameford after doing the thing with the magma worm and still have them on. Mm. But we do have Truth Speaker Akram to confirm that we did that thing. Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Yes, you are here. Yes. Thank if we, you. If we had gone directly from the Acropolis of the Thrallkeeper to, to Cinder Maul's domain, you would still have the marks. Yes, but we would not have taken the bodies you that were not. in the Acropolis and interred them here respectfully. You would not. I think that was important. Union nods. <laughs> I mean, we could always go back to the uh, the Acropolis after the thing with Cinderma. We could drop off that cursed whip, and then we could head to the uh, to Flameford. That seems really convoluted, though. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm afraid it's not as simple as that. Once you have gained the mark of the Thrallkeeper, it lasts for a time, but you will not be able to seek the mark again Oh. for another year. Damien, you didn't tell us about that part. How was I supposed to know there was a year wait? Yes, it's, it's actually kind of a thing here. We, we said we have people that always want to prove themselves, and they can only go once a year. Okay, well, um, I hope that having Truth Speaker Akram here uh, yes. will be sufficient to prove that we did the thing. Unless any of you have I don't know, some way of taking an image of what we currently look like and capturing it so that we can show it to other people later. Some people do get tattoos of the Thrallkeeper, Mark. Would that keep them real? Like a like, no. like an active thing? Okay, then it's probably it's not. It's more just a memento at that point. Yes, there were people showing them to me. Yes, people who have take, undertaken the challenge of the Acropolis. Well, maybe we can get tattoos later. Uh, for now, I think it's probably best if we keep all of our hands in working order. Because we're going to fight a huge worm. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Lenore, Lenore starts uh, putting away her tattoo ideas notebook. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to get one, and it's... Well, like, once it's been verified that you've had the Thrallkeeper's mark, it's just... You can get the tattoo. Okay. I mean, I just, I don't want it to get fucked up when I'm like using my pole arm, you know, it'll, cause it, it'll you take magical a while healing to for that. Oh. Lenora looks at Ophelia. And they have magical if, healing for that. And I don't know if you've noticed, but he gestures to the rest of the Sklarqua who have like skull tattoos and all kinds of stuff like that. He goes, we're pretty good at tattooing too. And they're pretty good at tattooing. Okay, fine, get your tattoo then, gosh! <laughs> so you're getting a tattoo of the Thrallkeeper? is getting a tattoo of the Thrallkeeper mark, yes. Okay. Uh, she had a, She has it on her left hand. Nice. Uh, okay, so you get you get it uh, over where you currently have the mark? Yes. 
Uh, anybody else or just Lenore? Um, Damien's going to get it too. Oh, okay. This is my first tattoo. I had so many other plans, but, you know, I left my book at, in, in my dorm. And right. So you have a you have a brief period of time where you're sitting with the the uh, tribe's tattoo artist who's just got like a little needle dipping it in ink and pressing it into your skin. Look at you, Damien. You're going to be like a proper Parisian Damien, give me now. a fortitude save. <laughs> Lenore, you, you kind of just sit there like it's, uh It's not going to hurt too much, open. is it? My brother keeps making fun of me because I'm too much of a wimp to get proper Parisian tattoos. Uh, but joke's on him. Um, I got a 21 on my fortitude save. It, you're okay. You're okay, Damien. <laughs> it hurts a lot. <laughs> uh, both of you take uh, one point of hit point damage. All right. <laughs> uh, and then they heal you. Nice. And and uh, when actually, do you you want the magical healing? Yeah? Yes, I okay. would not. I do not want it to get messed up as okay. I fight. All right. So they they uh, basically just cast. This is just like an oracle that does the tattooing, and then cast cure light wounds on you when nice. all is done, and it it heals up really nicely. It 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 looks not like a fresh tattoo. Uh, but like a tattoo that's been there for like a week or something like nice. that. Nice, nice. So yeah, like you you take the the bandages off, the, all the mm -hmm. all the scabbing is done. It's mm -hmm. all healed up. Great, magic, awesome, great. <laughs> so, um, would you like to go to the cinder mall? We would like to go to the cinder mall. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> We'd like to go to the cinder mall. Right. And uh, <laughs> as you're doing that, I'm having Unia prep uh, communal endur elements. Uh, they can actually prep that three times a day now, which I'm going to have them do. Actually, they can use their Pearl of Power for the third one. Uh, so um, I'm going to have... Uh, so I think Guiding Star is about ready to uh, uh, pop here. So I'm going to have Unia cast that again before we leave uh, to help us navigate at least uh, relative... Uh, where we are relative to the Callow Mounds. Uh, so that if we get super lost, we can at least find our way back super here. Super lost. Like super the lost. The sequel to Lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So begin... Walk toward Cinder Mall. And I think like four days later you get there. <laughs> yes. It's been eight days. Uh, those of you who did not get tattoos of the Thrall Keeper's Mark, the Thrall Keeper's Mark fades on the seventh day. Uh, so let's go to the chapter of the bookmarked Belly of the Beast. Oh boy. <laughs> Belly of the Beast. Literally. Somebody wrote that. They were just like, this is the best day ever. I get to actually write this. It's a writing cliche and I get to use it because they're literally going into the belly of a beast. This is the best day ever. I love my job. As you're as you're sort of moving into this area, um, you find that the topography is a lot more jagged and there's a lot more hills in this area. The western portion of the ash-blown lands. There's a lot more volcanic ash uh, mixed in with the sand, uh, and looming above you are some decidedly volcanic in nature peaks uh, in the Wyvern Mountains. Does somebody want to hear about rocks? I have so many rock facts. <laughs> Not right now, Damien. Maybe later. You can tell me all about the rocks, Damien. <laughs> you can see... You can see... Um, perfectly conical mountains ahead of you with, you know, like nice little flat tops. Look at the shield volcano! <laughs> Damien has an 11 to knowledge geography, so. 
the topography that you're seeing, this, the, these mounds of earth, mm-hmm. are not like packed earth. Ooh. It's loose. Oh. Uh, and you do, as you're sort of getting into the area, start to feel a rumbling oh. in the ground. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, have I made any knowledge checks about this thing? Hmm? I don't believe you have. I would love to make some knowledge checks about this magma sure. worm sort of thing. Um, should I be making, what sort of knowledge check should I be making? Give me a knowledge nature. Okay. Or arcana. Knowledge, knowledge arcana is considerably better for mm-hmm. me. You're, you're not, from the story, you're not entirely sure like what it is. All right. Just to recap so that everybody... Uh, is on the same page here. Yes. Uh, you are you are dealing with the with the monster of Skurok's tail, which was a tale that uh, was told to you by Thousand Bones, right? Uh, that's told the story of a member of the Sklarqua, uh who was uh, named Skurok. Uh, he was was uh, he was declared Shomik and went out to be eaten by a worm. Mm-hmm. He was eaten. By uh, Cindermaw, the clan eater. Yes. Uh, he walked up to the beast carrying only his dagger, and without fear, he dove into the beast's mouth and then cut his way out. He returned to his clan, declaring that he had been reborn and that he had left his misdeeds behind in the cleansing fire of Cindermaw's belly. Uh, and legends say that the sun shaman accepted this. In Skurok's time as a shaman was spoken of no more. Nice. I uh, so Damien um, rolled a four on die, but um, I used one of Unia's new uh, memory domain things called Recall uh, to touch Damien, uh, probably on on his temple, uh, to help him recall knowledge better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he rolled a nine on yeah, die that time. Domain. Yeah, he got a nine on die that time and also got a plus six insight bonus. Uh, So we are looking at a total of 38. Okay. So with a 38, um, you're trying to think of the sort of scale of something that would be needed um, to have a worm that, or some sort of giant worm that eats people. The only thing that's coming to mind for you is a purple worm. Oh, boy. Uh, and uh, let me give you some facts about purple worms. I would love to. Here. Uh, however, purple worms have nothing to do with fire. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's been talking about how that's a fire thing. Fiery fire worm. Yes. Um, purple worms are giant scavengers that inhabit the deepest regions of the world. Uh, so they're usually, they usually live like deep underground. Uh-huh. Uh, and they consume organic material uh, that they encounter. They're notorious for swallowing their prey whole. And it's not uncommon to hear of a group of adventurers vanishing down the ravenous maw of a purple worm, screaming as they disappear one by one. <laughs> I love this description. Jesus. Uh, although they seek to consume living creatures, purple worms also consume vast amounts of dirt and minerals as they burrow underground. The insides of a purple worm may contain a considerable number of gemstones and other items able to withstand the corrosive acid of its gullet. In areas filled with valuable minerals, 
such as those near dwarven mines. The natural tunnels created by burrowing purple worms are often filled with vast, vast amounts of unrefined ores. Ooh. They usually claim large underground caverns as their den, and while it remains here, it may rest and digest food. It spends the majority of its time on the prowl, burrowing through the endless dark or slithering along <laughs> established tunnels in the constant drive to feed its immense hunger. Okay. Now, the idea of encountering one of these things on the surface is usually not something that happens unless they have been driven to the surface by something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, I mean, one thing that notable in that regard is that usually things like earthquakes uh-huh. or volcanic activity might drive purple worms to the surface. Okay, okay. Uh, and as you're getting into this area of the Wyvern Mountains, there's quite a lot of volcanic activity. Uh-huh. In fact, uh, there there is smoke rising from at least one peak in the Wyvern Mountains. Oh, boy. right now. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Damien's not entirely sure what the deal with a. Uh, what did you get on your check? I got a thirty-eight. I was just like roll to eight. Yeah. Okay. You get one fact. Roll, Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um. About purple worms. What's it like on the inside of a purple worm? Ah, funny you should ask. <laughs> They have a special ability called Swallow Hole, which deals, uh, which deals, uh, forty-eight plus their plus their strength in bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Uh, and they generally have an AC on the inside of twenty-one. Okay. So they're slight. They're less armored on the inside than they are on the outside, and they and the stomach does not generally have a lot of hit points. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, but might be expected to be acidic as most stomachs are. Yes. Uh, and also possibly fiery. Yes. Um, and uh, so I guess... Um, as you're getting into the domain of Cindermaw here, mm-hmm. Akram is actually going to prepare a spell for all of you. Oh my goodness. Instead of, uh, let's say, remove disease... He is going to pa- uh, prepare remo- uh, resist energy communal. Oh, for fire! Nice. Because he's like, because basically he just goes, "Look, there's obviously going to be a lot of fire stuff going on here, and I don't particularly want to get burned." Sounds like a good idea. I can give you twenty points of fire resistance. That's great. But only in 10 minute increments divided up among you. So there's, hold up, there's Unia, there's Damien, there's uh, Lenore, there's Ophelia, oh, sorry, there's Siren, uh, there's Trinia, and there's me, and Majenko. So seven. Meaning everybody's going to get basically 10 minutes, and sorry, I'm going to get 20. Okay, that's fine. And I figure I'll cast this when we think we're close. I have a protection from energy that I can cast on myself, too. Um, and Unia raises their hand. I also have resist energy prepared today. I thought I would cast resist energy acid on whomever's going into its mouth. Okay. Uh, so. How do we wear in- this thing out? Uh... You are in the you're in the area. There's now sort of like 
areas covered in black ash, mounds of like uh, dried dirt Ooh. from deeper underground. Basically, Ooh. so basically like sort of orangish uh, hillocks dotting a landscape of black ash. Oh boy! Okay. Yeah. So uh, something's been digging around in here. Yes. Excellent. Uh, and there, there is uh, also a lot of exposed uh, granite uh, around here. Damien says, I'm ready to dimension door all of us away uh, as soon as we're done jumping out of the stomach of this thing or whoever, which one of us does that. I, I might need to do it a couple of times. It's me and four other people. Okay. Um... You do note uh, a significant amount of smoke in the air around here. Uh, one of the volcanoes in the nearby area is probably quite active. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you think that if you were to push like any further into the territory, it would probably get kind of noxious. Yeah. Well, Lenore doesn't have to worry about that, but everybody else does. So we're going to uh, see if we can like sort of lure it out or around where we are right now. What's your plan to lure it out? Uh, well, uh, it presumably, uh, well, it likes to eat meat. Uh, it likes to burst out of the ground upon prey. Mm-hmm. So. But you want to get it in an area that you can control, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like, uh, can I make a survival check to see if I can find a, a good area that uh, would be like that where I could have like some people on higher ground and mm-hmm. some people down in like the sand with it. Yeah. Um, so there, there are sort of like granite uh, cliffs and like exposed rock around. Uh, and um, you know, that seems like it would be like a little bit easier to uh, get a high vantage point from where you might be able to like see a bigger surrounding area. Yeah, That sounds good. Uh, and uh yeah okay but yeah as you're sort of like walking through the area when you're walking on the like dirt you feel the ground start to rumble okay so we want to avoid walking on the dirt if we can I don't know, I didn't even tell you the best part. Oh, oh, okay. When you walk on the stone, it doesn't rumble. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to walk primarily on the stone, please. <laughs> I don't know if that means that the vibrations just don't transfer through the stone due to some property of um, the stone, or just give me a just give me a acrobatics. Okay. Uh, from whoever's moving even deeper into this uh, area here. Um, or you can fly if you have a fly speed. Mm, Ophelia has a fly speed, but Ophelia is also great at acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Um, Damien did prepare fly today, mm. uh, so he's going to cast fly on Truth Speaker Akram, so Truth Speaker Akram doesn't get fucking eaten by Cinder Maw. Oh wait, actually, he goes. Wait, wait, wait! You don't need to do that. I can cast fly. Okay. It's I get it from one of my domains. Uh, and I'll cast fly on um, the heavily armored folks who aren't very good at acrobatics because of their armor, that namely Unia and Lenore. Okay. Uh, so Damien uh, will cast fly, and then he will spend uh, an arcane pool, two arcane pool points to prep it and cast it again, and um, then I'll have him and Ophelia make acrobatics checks. Sixteen. Okay. 
And Ophelia has just an absolutely bonkers dex uh, acrobatic score. <laughs> Got a 38. Good lord. <laughs> How about Unia? Uh, Unia's flying. Unia flies. Okay. Uh, and they don't have any ranks in fly. So, Damien, what did you get? Uh, 16. Damien. Ah. And jumping from one, uh, one rock to another, you slip. My hooves are supposed to be good for this! <sighs> nope, you got the wrong kind of hooves for this. And you hit some of the uh, black sand. Fuck! And uh, you do feel a very large rumble. As if something is coming toward you. Uh, I want to cast fly on myself. Okay. <laughs> you cast fly, and you take to the air. Yes. Uh, and spend two more. As you points. leave the ground, you don't notice the ground shaking anymore. What? Wow! The rest of you do notice the ground is shaking quite a lot. <laughs> uh, however, after a time, it starts to diminish. Uh. So. Um, yeah, <laughs> Damien's like, uh, prestidigitating around the crotch area of his pants a little bit there. <laughs> Everybody pretends not to notice. Mm. Except for Truth Speaker Akram, who notices everything. <laughs> Amazing. Peed his pants a little bit. Um. <laughs> oh, how is Trinia? Does Trinia need fly, or is she? Uh, she's a freaking shingle dasher. I'm she, sure she's she can, probably she fine. Can, uh, I believe she can do it pretty well. Let me, let me roll for her. I believe she has like a bunch of fucking ranks and uh, other skills. Damien has a plus I, eleven. I'm plus twenty-four. Oh my god! Thirty-three. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She just dances from. She does a she does a front flip from one rock to another. Uh, now. After feeling the rumble, give me a survival check. Okay. Unia got a 19. Okay. Um, that's enough. And Damien helps. Okay. So 19 was enough. Okay. Um, from the way that the ground is shaking, you get the feeling that the that it's uh, somewhere to the north. Okay. Uh, and uh, following that, you would... Uh, find that there's an area where it looks like there's like a giant sinkhole Ooh. that has since filled in with just ash and sand. Yes. But, but it has like uh, sort of angled uh, angled rock face like all around in a circle. Excellent. Probably about 400 feet in diameter. That's perfect. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to buff Lenore to the gills okay. uh, and send her down. Okay. What do you have? So my, I was going to ask, does the paint, the magic paint, um, the cosmetic, uh, yes. stack with no. resist fire? Okay. No. All right. You take whatever's better. All right. Uh, and it's that's resist fire 10, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So resist fire 20 is better. Um, so now, we'll however, I believe the paint lasts longer. It does. The communal resist fire would only last for ten minutes. Uh huh. Okay. So we'll put we'll put the I think we'll put the paint on as well then, just in case it takes a little while. A lot of my other stuff is ten minutes per you level. Have, I believe you have. What were the colors of paint you had? Um, we had three red and two silver, I believe. Uh, yes. 
Um, the the red gives you resist fire ten, okay. and the silver gives you a plus two to armor class. What sort of what sort of style do you have for the paint on Lenore? Oh, um, I think we would ask Truth Speaker Akram to do it because ah. Lenore would start go. I I don't okay. know how do I put this on. All right, uh, and uh, he sort of takes the paint and he goes, Ah, yes, I guess you all probably haven't done this, and he draws these like triangles of uh of like silver and and orange or silver and red mm-hmm. uh like on your cheeks sort of like pointing in toward the center of your face and then one on your one on your forehead and one's on your sides this this is what cindermore looks like oh cool so i look like cindermore now Rawr. kind of yes <laughs> That's great. Um, know your enemy. Be your enemy. <laughs> uh, does the uh, what is the armor bonus for the silver paint? Plus three. Plus three. Okay, so that'll uh, that'll bypass my ringer protection plus one. Okay. Uh, so I'll just uh, put that in there for it's now. Last, yeah, it lasts for twenty four hours. Awesome. So even if you were to get eaten and taken away, you'd be able to resist the cool. fire and the stuff. Great. Uh, okay, so I'll do that. Um, and so we'll do that. Uh, and then, um, we have resist fire from truth speaker Akram. Uh-huh. Um, see if, uh, let me see if Trinia has anything that would be helpful um, for you. Lenore will cast protection from energy fire on herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm doing stone skin. Okay. Uh, and Unia will cast, uh, freedom of movement. Okay. Uh, to prevent Lenore from getting, uh, bound grappled. up grappled inside the stomach of this okay. thing and then also um resist energy acid okay uh, and so that'll be two hours of acid resist 30 gotcha so we have fire resist 20 acid resist 30 uh plus three deflection bonus freedom of movement um stone skin stone skin anything and, else and um i've got a cat's grace if you want that yeah, fuck yeah, Cat's Grace. I just want you to know, uh, we're we're all really excited for you and we're really proud of you. And don't die. Thanks, Trinia. Uh, maybe this will help. You're adorable. <laughs> and she's like, you're a real hero. Heroism <laughs> cast on you. Yeah. Clock starts now. Then, what are you doing? Uh, Lenore is gonna run down the side of the mountain, screaming. Okay. As you start running down, uh, you do feel. The ground shaking quite a lot. <laughs> how far down? How far away from the party are you running? Probably down to, uh, like down the cliff face, uh, to the sand uh, below them. I don't know how far that is. Probably about sixty feet. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'll run okay. sixty feet from the rest of the party. Okay. That means that uh, you're going to be out of range of Trinia Bard things. Okay. Uh, just so you know. Okay. I was also going to inspire heroism or inspire greatness on you, but uh, if you're that far away, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, you start running across the ground and you can feel the ground fucking shaking. Ah! And soon, bulging up before you, you see mounds of orange dirt uh, and like red clay just. <laughs> poking up through the black ash that's covered everything. Uh, ash that's actually starting to settle on you as well. Uh, and and honestly, with the with the red clay and the 
and the uh, sandstones, uh, the sandstone, and just you know, and also just sand, uh, pushing up through. It does look like the ground is sort of erupting out at you, uh. and then uh, you see smoke and steam pushing up out of the ground in jets. Yes, as it moves towards you. Yes. What are you doing? I'm gonna pull out my uh, my faux shard, uh, and I'm gonna start raging. Come get me, you big fuck! And as as you say, come and get me, you big fuck. Uh, the uh, pushing in now about a hundred feet away from you. You just see <laughs> rising up out of the sand this huge, this huge like five lobed mouth Amazing. Uh, with with rows and rows of teeth just <sighs> coming up out of the ground and I actually have art for you yes uh, which I will share with you and uh, if you're if you're lucky enough to be listening to the audio version of all this maybe check us out on blue sky you might see something you like uh, <laughs> so what we are looking at here this five lobed mouth with rows upon rows upon rows of teeth going down into the mouth uh, as as it just opens up uh, from where there's all meeting together much like an orange and just <laughs> splays out this huge mouth rising above the sand uh it's actually it actually rises about 40 feet into the air with part of its body still obscured beneath the sand and and it sort of bellows at you and it's going to start diving towards you please roll for initiative yeah let me bring out cinder maw oh actually let me let me take you over to the map <gasps> I do believe I have a map here. Cinderma, Cinderma, Cinderma. All right. Yeah. Map. Here we go. Uh, you guys are going to be off the map, sort of on the south side over here. Lenore, you're going to be about, uh, give everybody on the bottom of the map another 30 feet. And now, let me bring in Hi. Behold the token of Cinderma. Oh my god, it's overlapping the token! Yes, yes. Essentially, uh, <laughs> what I have done with transparent, this is a very visual joke, but the the teeth, uh, the, the mouth flaps of Cindermaw are actually coming up over the border of the token and wrapping around the edges of the token border. <laughs> it's too big for the token. Actually, I think it needs to be one side. Oh my god. One, two. Oh, it's right. That's right. Okay. So, it's going to start moving toward you. Uh, oh, that's uh, not quite right. I have a plus 11 to initiative right now. Uh, so it's actually, it did win initiative though, 17.11. Uh, Does anybody else want to be in initiative here? Yes, yes, I want. Damien rolled the natural one. He just, he, he peed a little bit again. <laughs> um, we happy? Yes. Okay, so. Uh, Lenore running, running down into the into the little caldera type thing, uh, has drawn the attention of Cinder Maw. 
Ophelia, you are the first to be able to react as it breaches the surface. All right, Ophelia, what are you doing? All right, Ophelia uh, is going to get up next to Damien and say, if anything starts going wrong down there, you teleport all of us to her, okay? I'm on it. Uh, and Ophelia will hold an action in case, I don't know, a second worm comes up and tries to eat us. Uh, she'll <laughs> have her weapons out and be ready to go. Amazing. Okay. Uh, and then, so it, it at rearing up out of the, out of the ground, it dives toward you, uh, and you see the mouth starting to reach to close around you. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to bite at you. All right. Yeah, I hit you. All right. You are going to take 40 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, so uh, minus well, actually, 10. bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. Okay, minus 10 uh, for the uh, stone skin, and then minus 2 for the DR, so it's 28. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, five points of fire. All right. Doesn't that hit you? And then it's going to try to grapple you. Now, the grapple would automatically fail because uh, you have uh, you have freedom of movement, but do you allow yourself to be swallowed by it? Yes, I will allow it to swallow me. All right. As you, ba- as basically it dives to you, and, and you I dive leap, to it. I leap into its mouth. And you are swallowed whole by Cindermaw. A uh, little bit, uh, th- this is dealing with a common rule in Pathfinder, the swallow whole rule, and just so everybody knows what we're dealing with, let me recount for you the universal monster ability known as Swallow Hole. If a creature with this special attack begins its turn with an opponent grappled in its mouth, it can attempt a new combat maneuver uh, check as though attempting to pin. If it succeeds, it swallows its prey and its opponent takes bite damage. Unless otherwise noted, the opponent can be up to one size category smaller than the swallowing creature. Being swallowed causes a creature to take damage each round. The amount and type of damage varies. Uh, A a creature swallowed uh, gains the grappled condition. You are immune to grappled right now. While the creature uh, that did the swallowing does not. A swallowed creature can try to cut its way free of any light uh, slashing or piercing weapons. uh, With with any light uh, slashing or piercing weapons. Uh, the amount of cutting damage uh, required is uh, to get for free is equal to one-tenth the creature's total hit point total. Right. Or I can just try to escape the grapple check. Uh, and we, uh, we, uh, because Lenora's freedom of movement on, she can still use her polearm for yes. this, right? Yeah, okay. Because you have freedom of movement on, you, have, you do not have the grappled condition, and so you can use your Good. Polearm. I was like, oh, shit, uh, let me find a dagger. <laughs> if you didn't have freedom of movement on, you would need a light weapon. That would be very sad. Uh, <laughs> but basically, you are unobstructed by anything around you. All right. Uh, so we, we we have leaped into its maw with no clip on. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, hold up. What does this do? Okay. Uh, and you are now in its throat. All right. Uh, so let me pop Cindermall's sheet out here so that I can use it. Uh, so as everybody's watching from the cliffs, Lenore, this tiny and increasingly small dot as she recedes from the party, this huge worm comes up and just bears down on her and she's gone. Yep. 
lost in the mouth. Now, it hasn't begun to dive again yet. Unia, what would you like to do? Unia would like to start praying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that manifest itself in any other way? Or? Um, I, I guess I would like to try a divine intervention to see if I can prevent Lenore from, like, if I can basically stack an additional stone skin on sure. Lenore. Give me a D100. Add your cleric level. 1D100 plus DC 12. is 100. All right. All right. All right. Fuck. I saw a nine and I saw a four and I was like, 94. It was nope. 49. 49. So you, you pray <laughs> and pray and pray. And oh uh, pray. There, is a, there is a deeper rumble in the area. And you realize that, no, that's not arid and one of the volcanoes is erupting. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> as a note. Oh, no. <laughs> one of the volcanoes erupts. Oh, no. Belching forth a bunch of fire and some explosives. Oh, no. Somewhere between you and where Lenore was just eaten, a massive rock just falls on the ground and explodes in a fiery explosion. Uh, and you imagine that if you were standing there, it probably would have been really bad. Oh, my God. Anyway. Lenore, you are in the beast. Am I in its stomach yet? Uh, you are significantly down in it. Uh, I don't know how far you want to be. Um, I want to be in what I could, what could be called right, its stomach. So you move. I move. Yes. You move freely through the uh, through the esophagus of the. Yes, of the thing. I, I would like to immediate action cast Cheetah's Sprint to enable me to move farther. Right, so you start you start running up the teeth, basically. Yes. And then you're running up the uh, the the uh, rippling uh, tissue of the esophagus as it's going up into the air because it just dove down at you. Yes. Uh, and you move probably about twenty feet. Mm-hmm. And what would you like to do? Um. You are now in what might be considered its belly. Okay. There is boiling acid. In its stomach here. Okay. Uh, do you don't I, take any damage because I uh, it can't bypass your. Yeah. Your, uh, your resistances. Yes, I would like to start cutting. I'd like to start cutting. All right. Give me an attack. All right. Um, I would like to click my boots of speed to enhasten myself. Yes. Uh, which I guess I would have done already. Yes. Um, and I will do four attacks. I have a plus 22 to hit. That is a 15 on die, rolling to confirm. Natural 20 to confirm. Oh god. I crit. Alright. That's uh, 2d10 plus 54 damage, which I will roll here. Nice. And then it makes a fortitude save or is staggered. <laughs> Uh, it probably makes the fortitude save. Uh, 61 points of damage on the first oh. attack. So, Lenore, you go running up the interior of this worm and take your faux shard and uh, any flavor as your... Yeah. Other than Lenore flavor, because, <laughs> you know. Because it's enjoying that taste right now. Um, yes. So, Lenore runs into 
the, the maw. Probably about the point where where the arch of of this dive is ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and Lenore Lenore looks down into the rest of the bowels of this thing, uh, and sort of shrugs, thinking, "Here's as good a place as any." Uh, and she sees uh, there are some. Uh, striations in the muscle tissue of the stomach of this thing and she just she takes her her pole arm and she stabs it down in and then uses her extra arm length to just keep pushing her faux shard as deep as she possibly can into this thing and mm-hmm. then she just slices along it All right. so Lenore you essentially hit this wall and just go right Fucking through it. Oh my god. And and the rest of you see Lenore just leaping out the out the top of the arc that the Cinder Maw has been taking. Blood spurts out, this deep red blood that's that's steaming in the air as it hits the air. I'm uh, badass as fuck! And and uh and and this happens just as the fireball is detonating near you. Uh and uh we get this nice little Slow motion of Lenore just shoots out the top of Cinder Maw's back, uh, like leaping into the air here, about twenty feet up. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, are you are you aiming to land on the ground, or are you going to be on its back? I would love to land on its back. Holy shit! Okay. So you you land on its back, and you just start sliding. Uh, I'm covered in viscera. You are going to be on the other side of Cindermaw now. <laughs> All right. And that is where we will end your turn. You've dealt a significant amount of damage to Cindermaw. Uh, how much damage did you do? 61 points of damage. Uh, 61. I didn't even finish my full so, round attack. Uh, you couldn't have. You, you no. moved. Yeah, no. No, I... You moved. Oh, right. You moved 20 feet. Right. I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, yeah, you can't fall around with that. No, you're uh, right. You're right. Okay. Unless, is that part of Cheetah Sprint? No. Okay. Cool. No. <laughs> All right. Cool. Trinia. I just got caught up in it, man. Um, Trinia. Uh, uh, Ophelia is going to gesture over to Trinia. Get within touch range of Damien. He's going to teleport us down there. And Trinia will. Oh, that is not the select. There we go. Trinia will get within five feet of Damien. You're going to teleport down there? Um, if Lenore needs us. Now, notably, the, one of the parts of the legend, don't kill Cinder Maw. Yeah, um, <laughs> just in case she needs us to rescue her or something. I think she's got it well in hand, but, you know, we don't want to leave you all alone on top of the mountain here. All right. Uh, Trini's like, um, okay, uh, uh, I guess that sounds good. Um, is there something Trinia could cast that might, say, protect us from flying rocks? She's like, I could try to charm it if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to try doing I gotta, that? I gotta get closer than this, though. I gotta be within like. Um, hold up. Let me do. Let me get my protractor out. <laughs> uh, I need to be forty-five feet away from it. Okay. Well, uh, Damien can teleport us down there, and you can try to charm it. Okay. Okay. She's gonna hold her action then. All right. Damien. Good speed, Rockrim. Get your butt over here. He's 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 right here. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Damien is going to. You don't hold hands. Yeah, Damien's Unia and Truth Speaker Rockrim are going to hold hands, and we will all teleport. How many down. people can you teleport? Me plus four others. 
It went really? up this level. Oh, okay. Oh, perfect it's timing. one per three caster Wait, levels. so that means that you're not going to be able to get one other person teleported away. It does. Akram's <laughs> like, no, fuck you, I can fly. All right. Um, I'm okay. not going down there. <laughs> All right. He flies up into the air. Okay. Um, we're going to head down there. Uh, we're going to get within 45 feet of Cindermont. Teleport to Lenore? Oh, yes. I would love to teleport to Lenore. I'm, I'm confused. What's the plan here to get out? Yes. We're teleporting Lenore away. <laughs> All right. So we're going to teleport. We're going to teleport until we're 45 feet away from Cinderball. And then Lenore just has to get to us. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? But I get swallowed again. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, we'll teleport to Lenore. Nice. Ah, oh, God. It's really big. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, and um, Damien will uh, swift action. Oh wait, he can't do anything after after dimension door. Nope, Never mind. Okay, not swift actioning anything. Speaker <laughs> Akram flies up into the air. I'm gonna make a flight check. Oh god! And he he, he starts to fly <laughs> up, and he goes eh, ah, 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 and crashes back down. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! I don't want to laugh, but that's so funny. He's so. He's I got an eight. Oh. A total of eight. Oh no! He doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't get a bonus from the fly spell. He got, that's with the bonus from oh the fly God. spell. Oh my God! That's like when Ophelia first tried to fly with her armor and I didn't have any ranks. <laughs> All right, Ophelia. Ophelia is going to uh, look at where we are and make sure that she is prepared in case the thing tries to eat her. Uh, she's gonna. Um, Take a, a step back to uh, get better within Lenore's Donut of Death, uh, which will hopefully protect her with Lenore's attacks of opportunity. Um, and uh, she's going to cast Shadow Shroud on herself uh, to hopefully make herself a less enticing target. Enable that. All right. So, Cindermaw is not very happy about its lunch not staying in its stomach. <laughs> so, the first thing that's going. Uh, is yeah actually it's very ha unhappy about that and it's going to uh, be taking vengeance against all of the things that are currently here uh. as it <laughs> turns its head around and <laughs> you see a convulsion as as like cracks in its skin glow red uh -oh. and then just just exhales this huge cone of flame. Oh. Um, uh, now, how much fire resistance do you guys have? Uh, we currently have fire resistance 20 from Akram. All right. Let's see if that's enough. Yeah, make some reflex saves for me. All right. We'll start with Lenore and we'll move back. 23 for Lenore, 23 for Unia, 32 for Ophelia, and 19 for Damien. So uh, only Ophelia got over uh, 26. That's yes. correct. Okay. So, Ophelia, you're going to take no damage. All right. The rest of you, um, it's 31 points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, so, 11 points of fire damage to the rest of you. Okay. Uh, that and cuts into Lenore's. Let me see. Can I do anything else? That's my standard action. No. Yes. Damien's like, nah! <laughs> Everybody's got. Everybody looks slightly singed except for Ophelia, who's fine. <laughs> Okay. PC 26, damn. 
Oh, now that you're looking at it, if you want to try another, um, I believe it would be Knowledge Arcana. I would love to. Uh, to figure out what the deal is with this thing. Sure. Because now you're starting starting to see why it's called Cinder Mall. Oh, Damien, sweet Damien. Uh, that's a 29. It did not roll okay. very well. He's so, very panicked. It's one of a kind, so it's, it's a weird creature. So, oh, what did you get? 29. All right, you can find out one more thing about this thing. Why is it breathing fire? <laughs> Um, Cinder Maw has what we call the fire-infused template. Ooh. Let me tell you a couple things about the fire-infused template. I can really only give you one fact about fire-infused. Okay. Um, so you found out that it can breathe fire. Mm. Uh, this one comes from one of my favorite books, The Advanced Bestiary. Uh, so it So it can obviously breathe fire, uh-huh. so you know that. Yes. Um, would you like to know anything else about it? Um... Yeah, um, I think Damien would be interested in knowing how it came to be infused with fire in the first place. So this is nature gods and the lords of the elements sometimes grant champions special powers, infusing them with the essence of one of the four elemental planes. The powers in control of the elements grant this gift only rarely, since its strength can remain in a bloodline for many generations. In fact, elemental-infused creatures occasionally become races unto themselves. Some argue that deep dwarves owe uh, owe their origins to earth-infused dwarves, and that aquatic elves owe theirs to water-infused elves. Mm. Uh, Element-infused creatures uh, of different uh, element types have little in common, but those infused uh, with the same element often share features. Uh, And what what one fact would you like to know about fire-infused creatures other than fire breath. Um, and that they deal fire damage to people with their bad attack. Yes, yes. Um, do they have any other special abilities? They, I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me one at random. All right. Um, they're vulnerable to cold. Okay, okay. <laughs> Good to know. They are vulnerable to cold damage. All and right. so they would take 1.5 times whatever cold damage you deal to it. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> Do they have any other special abilities? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, like, like, do they get fire breath and, like, I don't know. I, can't, yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you that and tell you what it is. Yeah, I know. No, no. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get any more facts. I rolled so low. It was like, oh, no. You hit it exactly. Oh. That is exactly the number you needed. Oh. All right. Yunia. We, we can hit it with gold things if we have to. It doesn't like that. Oh, yes, actually. Um, I don't know if this will help at all. Yunia is going to cast Deeper Darkness. I think on their holy symbol, so if they need to, they can put it away and it'll stop radiating so, darkness. Uh, you are all like, like doused in Yes. As everything just goes black. Maybe that'll keep it from seeing us. Lenore, what are you doing? Or, or you, are you doing anything else? Uh, no, they're gonna say, Damien is going to teleport us out of here. Do be careful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lenore, it's like, we're not supposed to kill this thing, right? Wait, can I hit it again? Just one more No, don't hit it again. We don't Trinity was like, it. this thing's like a legendary monster. I like, uh, like, I don't think, I think, I think they want it to stay alive. Yeah, it just. So that they can keep doing this was, for some reason. I know, it was just so fast. Just 
just want to savor it a little bit. Then you can savor it later. <laughs> um, and Lenore will, um, I think, hold hold an attack action in case this thing like eats one of her friends. Okay. Uh, and otherwise, um, we'll just wait for Damien. Trina's just gonna go. Listen, Lenore, I just want you to know, I think you did a great job. Oh my god, thank you. You're, you're doing great. Thank you. You're, she inspires greatness in you. Oh, <laughs> inspire greatness. Um, you're gonna get 2d10 worth of 10, pitch, 10 HP. Nice. Okay. Let me roll uh, that. I got, no, I'm rolling it. Oh, okay. That's Trinia. Oh. She's, she doesn't seem very sincere about this. <laughs> she, she gives you two temporary. Oh my god! <laughs> Uh, plus your con mod, uh, so. <laughs> Four! Tw- well, plus two times your con mod. Four! That's two times your con mod? My con mod is two, yes. Oh my. So a total of six. Okay. <laughs> so is that is that higher than your blood rage HP? No, but oh. I didn't have any blood rage HP left, oh, so. okay. So you uh. get some new temp HP. You have six temp HP. Thank you so much. <laughs> she gives you a little thumbs up. Uh, you also gain all the other benefits of two. Yeah, plus two competence bonus on attack rolls. Ah. Plus one competence bonus on fortitude saves because she has inspired greatness on you. Uh, everybody's uh, everybody's uh, weapons now do one d6 extra damage. Nice. Yes. That's cool. Yes. And Damien. Damien is going to swift action spend two arcane bull points to re yes. dimension door. And then Damien is going to cast Dimension Door uh, to send us back to where Truth Speaker Ockram is. Um, let me check something real quick. Wait, wait, wait. Move back. Whoop. Okay. Uh, Move Damien back. Damien, are you casting defensively? No, I was not. You were not casting defensively. No. Okay. So, suddenly, you you hear you hear this thing diving down toward you. Fuck. And uh let's see. Let me double check one thing real quick. Automatically pinpoint the location of anything in contact with the ground. Okay. <laughs> nope. Uh so Damien! Fuck. I have bad news for you, friend. Fuck. You're going to take an attack of opportunity. Oh my god. 32 to hit you. Yep. 43 points of damage to Damien. Okay. Three points of fire damage, which I don't think no. happens. And I'm going to try to grapple you. Oh my god. You are grappled. Fuck! Um, uh, do you have stone skin or anything? No. Let's see if I roll a natural 20. The DC is 10 plus damage dealt plus yeah, the spell level. no. No. Okay. I don't. So you are grappled. God damn it. Uh, and you are going to be pulled toward its mouth here. Amen, you are now. Fuck. Yep. I feel like Damien at the at the end of twenty eight. You were you were surrounded in darkness. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't know that it had tremor sense. Nope. Yeah. I didn't. So you took a risk. It didn't work. Truth speaker Akram watches. He's going to try to fly up. This time at less of an angle. <laughs> He's about forty feet up in the air, but over this way. I'm gonna give him like a little. He's going to keep track of this. He's like, I can't see any of you. Are you still there? 
Ophelia. Um, Ophelia is going to go, Yuni, I don't think the darkness helped. I'm looking up the text on hydraulic push. Would I be able to push this thing away from Damien? Um, it does have Damien grappled, so I think if you move it, it will move Damien. Can well. I move Damien? I don't know. With uh, a bull rush. Can I free Damien from think, its jaws? I don't think you can free Damien from it with a bull rush. Okay. I wasn't expecting this. Um, well, Ophelia's gonna let Shadow Shroud drop because it doesn't seem to be helping. Um, is there anything I could do to free Damien? Um, basically, you would either need to, like, try to oppose its grapple, uh, or do something that would mean that it has to stop grappling Damien. Okay. Um, basically, it currently has Damien in its teeth. Okay. Could I, like, try to break its teeth? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going, basically doing an attack, like, directly at its teeth? Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to get closer to do that, though. Will an attack of opportunity me? Uh, good question. Well, uh, we'll see. Uh, you can uh, acrobatics to avoid attack of opportunity, if you want. Yeah, although it'll be easier for me to get out of its teeth than it will for Damien. Yes. Uh, so I'm just gonna move. Um, I'll move in, uh, 20 feet, yes. uh, and then I don't think I gain any bonuses to attacking. I'm just going to try to attack its teeth, okay. uh, with my... It's big enough that, uh, that's probably not, like, called shot or anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we will, uh, I have no concealment, it's not flat-footed. Uh, I don't get any hidden strike. This is Ophelia, just running forward, trying to save her friend. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, that is a 30 to hit. All right. 30 to hit uh, is going to hit. Wait, yeah. oh, wait. Regular AC? Or? Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, that is not going to hit. Sorry. Fuck. It is uh, basically you. your blade skids across a couple of the teeth, not really doing a whole lot of damage. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. Cinder Maul starts its turn with uh, something in its in its teeth. Going to attempt to swallow whole. Uh, 35 against CMD. Damien takes 58 points of damage Damien, and is swallowed. Damien is unconscious and dying. Okay. Wait, how much did you say? 58. Uh, Damien's the, dead. Damien is swallowed by Cinder Maul. Yunia. Yunia will um, put their holy symbol that's radiating darkness away, uh, which I guess is probably a move action. Okay. Hey, uh, you can see again, uh, suddenly the area is no longer bathed in darkness. You can see the Damien is no longer in the creature's teeth. <sighs> Fuck tradition. Uni is going to run up and try to just attack it. Okay. Um, I'll try channel smiting. Okay. That's not going to hit. What'd you get? 30. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a miss. Are you charging? Yeah, sure. That would be a hit. Okay. <laughs> you did move more than 10 feet. Yeah, okay. okay. So, um, you can tell me that? Yeah, uh, so that's... I, I wasn't power attacking, so that's just 1d8 plus 2. 
Uh, and then Channel Smite is 66. Okay. Um, they, they can't see him, right? They can't no, see Damien? You can't see Damien. Okay. You see blood on its teeth, though. All right, so that's 10 points of getting hit with a Falcata damage. Okay. Uh, and then I'll uh, channel Entropy, which will actually start the uh, gray, fr- gray Flame property of the blade as well. Okay. Which um, actually um, actually increases the enhancement bonus by one, so that's... Uh, Does that I'll, happen after you've used channel? It says when you use a swift action okay. to channel, okay. so it actually started now. Okay. Uh, so that's actually 11 points of damage. Uh, okay. And then it deals an additional 1d6 of right. uh, entropy so, damage, uh, which is another one point then, of damage, and, and then, then 66 channel entropy. Gotcha. Uh, which is 25 points of damage. Uh, DC 18 will save to have. Uh, will save to have. Mm-hmm. Natural 20 on the will save. Alright, so. 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Okay. And Yunia is gonna try to watch and see if they can see Damien's body okay. at any point. Lenore realizes this thing has Damien and crunch. There, the crunch that it made did not sound good. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't hear anything from Damien. Yeah. Uh, Which is bad, because yes. Damien usually talks a lot. Yes. Um, Ophelia screams, they, it just took him! And Lenore is going to full round attack the beast. Um, now, if you would like to if you would like to get it to eat you, you can attempt a bluff check to make yourself appear as the most delicious thing that there is. Or you can full round attack it, whichever you like. Um, I, sure. <laughs> uh, I'll see if I can bluff check it. Um, my bluff is not very good, though. Don't, well, that's good. It's sense motive is also not very good. All right. Uh, <laughs> come on. I do have a, nah, come on. Look at me. I'm super tasty. You should definitely eat me. You're allowed it's, to eat starts, me. As you start saying this, it, it, it starts like looking at you like... Tears are streaming down your face. Eat me. Do it, you fucker. Would you like to move? Uh, I'll move closer, yeah. Uh, or can it? Can I get it to glomp me with an attack of opportunity? Yeah. yeah I'm, go- I'm just going to start running. I'm going to start running. Eat me, you it's, fuck. It's like, it's like a fucking cat. As soon as you start doing that, the, the head sort of like tilts towards you. There's no eyes or anything like that. It just follows your... Basically, your footsteps... And then it's gonna dive at you as well. It's going to attack, bite. Yep. And four. Wow, this is consistent. Forty-three points of damage again. All right. Uh, three points of uh, fire. Okay, so thirty-nine. That automatically fails a grapple. But are you willingly letting yourself yes. get into its mouth? Yes. Okay. Lenore goes into its mouth again. How much movement do you have left? Um. Oh, sorry. Hold on. It's uh the macros network. Sorry, my hands are shaking a little bit. Uh, it's so been a while do, you, since do you want to slow down a little bit? Yeah. It's been a little while since I've had a character die, and I can bring him back. Hey, you got to kill Damien. I, d- I got to kill <laughs> Damien! <laughs> he, got, he got fucking eaten by the thing. I should have asked if it had tremor sense. I, I know it. I know purple yes. worms have tremor sense, but Damien did not. How much movement do I have left? I have my I have my haste boots on. Uh, so that was 25 feet. So yeah, I have like... I have like 
I have 70 feet of movement in a round, so that's uh, 55 feet remaining. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you can get back out because finding the same cut that you made before would be quite difficult, but yes. you can find Damien's body in that time. I'll find Damien. Lenore will run in and find Damien's body, sort of laying in a pool of acid. Yeah. yeah uh, and, and she will just gather it up. Damien, I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah, sorry. You have Damien now. And uh, she'll scream if anybody can hear. Run. Does Lenore carry the back of holding? Yes. Well, I don't think you can also put him in, but... No, I can't put him in, but Lenore is strong enough to carry him. So you say, if you can hear me, run? Yeah. Okay. Get out of here! Right. Trinia is going to withdraw. So not provoking an attack of opportunity in her space. She's going to run. uh, And she's going to hop up onto a rock over off the map. Uh, just trying to get as far away as she possibly can. Actually, I think she can get ten more feet away. There. Um, uh, as she just runs like fucking hell. Damien. You... You uh, briefly see, like, fire around you. And then it fades. You feel something jabbing into you, and then suddenly it's gone. And it is you, and there is a house. Oh, shit. Uh, a house uh, on, uh, let's see, where was it? You recognize a house on Lancet Street. There doesn't. Everything else seems kind of faded. Uh, but there's a house. There's smoke coming out of the chimney. So I guess I died. Great. Is doing anything? Yeah. Ugh, fuck. Damien will start walking toward the house. Okay. So uh, you get to the door. You knocking or are you opening it? Time for an interesting spiritual journey, I guess. So. <laughs> she knocks on the door. So Hello? You're opening uh opening the uh uh opening the uh opening the door, uh you are greeted by the smell of uh of uh peppercash. Oh. Uh and there is a woman uh with her hair done up under a bandana, uh sitting uh standing at a Stove. She goes, Oh, Damien. He's Alara. I didn't expect to see you here. Yeah, I'm usually better prepared. Usually I'm the one coming to see you. Yeah. It's quite warm in here, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry about that. That's fine. What's going on? I, you know, I, I probably should have been a little bit more careful um i we were we're fighting a big worm that also has fire powers well explains why it's been so noisy here yeah um i got myself eaten uh they're probably 
I mean, if if I had to guess, uh, Lenore has probably dove in, has probably dived in to save me. Um, but you know, I guess they'll have to they'll have to cast Raise Dead tomorrow. Probably uh, seems like a little bit more than your standard uh, uh, cast uh, Breath of Life in the middle of a battle sort of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But and now and now we get like uh, the shot reverse shot changes and. And uh, rather than speaking to Zalara, you are now sitting uh, in a, a childhood home. Describe for me what your childhood home would be like. Um, well, I think it's probably... So um, Damien's family lived in the uh, Verizian camp outside of Corvosa mm-hmm. for a long time. So I think he's probably in the family wagon. Mm. Yeah, you're um, in like a little wagon. Uh, it's that's uh, covered. Rather, it's in, probably like opened out, and you've yeah. got like your stuff arranged out along it's, the sides. It's covered in brightly colored uh, fabrics, and mm-hmm. Damien is laying underneath one that has a pattern of stars on it. Mm. And uh, where uh, where Zalara once stood, your mother is standing there, and uh, your father is sitting nearby. Hey, mom. What are their names? Hey, dad. They're Anastasia and Marcellinus. Anastasia and Marcellinus? Yes. Right. Uh, and and um, your mother uh, sort of like leans down to like put a hand on your cheek. You're a kid. Hey, Mom. Who's How's my little Damien? I had a bad day. That's okay. My kids all made fun of me again. Mm. And there was a big worm and it ate me. Oh, you hear that? You hear that, Marcellinus? He, he had a bad day. There was a worm. It's like, messing around with that magic stuff again. It breathed fire, Dad. Oh, it's okay. It's, uh, yeah, it, he sort of takes a tone like, and then he goes, oh, no, no it's, it's, it's okay, son. It's okay. I tried really hard, but I couldn't get away. It's okay. It's your, your home now. Everything's fine. Okay. Hey. I love you. And... Uh, we leave it on that note. The, in the air, there is a flash of light as Truth Speaker Akram casts a spell on himself, and then he moves uh, to be flying directly over uh, Cinder Maw. Basically, like, flying directly over, uh, but not touching the ground, notably. Uh, and uh, there seems to be sort of like a, like a weird shimmering aura around him. Uh... Anybody got spellcraft? <laughs> um, Trinia does. Thanks, Trinia. She's like, oh, he just got sanctuary. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> and he so he casts sanctuary and he dives uh, to just above Cindermon. You can see his eyes like darting, like looking around uh, for the for Lenore. Ophelia, what are you doing? Um, the lady said, "Run!" Uh, right. Now you can attack. <laughs> you can attempt an acrobatics to try to avoid an attack of opportunity. I would love to do that. Um, and Ophelia is going to try to run and follow uh, uh, Trinia. Okay, give me an acrobatics. Yep. It takes up two squares of movement unless you <gasps> beat it by five. <laughs> um, I have a thirty-nine. Uh, total? Yeah, plus five to go through another person's square. Does that count? No. 
Okay. Yeah, 39. I got a 19 on die. It's uh, about as good as it gets. Oh. You see it, you see it like look at you, and it and it and it goes to try and bite at you as you move, but it's a little too slow. Uh this being that it does not have combat, combat reflexes. reflexes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh and it was not able to get to you in time. Yeah. <laughs> She's speaker Akram. Uh wait, sorry. Uh, Le- yeah, Lenore Lenore is screaming. Yes. She's hollering, making right. all sorts of noise. Send her ma. Uh, well, now there's only one target. <laughs> Thunder is going to bite at Unia. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, bite. Yeah, 37 to hit. Yeah, there's no way it doesn't. Uh, and a 44 Jesus. points of damage. Okay. Four points of uh, fire. And, oh, let's do, the, let's do the grab. And 38 to grapple. Yep. So you are grappling in its mouth as well. Um, Lenore, uh, the, the entire area, like, convulses and moves under your feet. Uh, and, uh, you hear, uh, an exclamation of pain from Unia echoing from somewhere up the throat. Uh, now, Unia, you are in its mouth now. Uh, okay. Well, if it swallows me, I'm probably going to die. So... Or you'll get to, uh... <laughs> yeah. Get Lenore. To, get to Lenore. <laughs> But in order to in order to proceed at all through the rest of this, I need to heal. Um, <laughs> um yeah. Uh, but I guess it would attack it would attack of opportunity me if I tried. You could channel. Uh, I could channel entropy. Oh right, you can't. You can't. You can't. Sorry. Could I make it let me go by becoming really spicy with channel entropy? You could try. I would love to try. Um. I will I will channel entropy, okay. uh, and try to exclude or and I'll exclude. Um, uh, you can see uh, Truth Speaker Akram above you. Yeah, I'll exclude Truth Speaker Akram. I'll exclude Lenore, and I'll exclude Damien if he's alive, okay. <laughs> or if that matters. Okay. All right. I become too spicy to eat. What is your save on the? Uh, DC eighteen. Damn. Oh. Wow. I- I'm rolling well on the will saves. Fuck you. Uh, you take 13 points of damage. Yeah, I got a 24. The, the, the thing is, is will sa- its will save modifier is not fucking high. I just rolled very well. Roll worse. Uh, what is it? 13 points of damage? Yep. Okay. Uh, and it, it does not like that one bit. It does not like that, but it's still keeping you at its mouth. Okay. Lenore. Lenore's going to f- full round attack this thing. Okay. Uh, let's just see if she can, from the inside, slice its head off. Okay. Give me your full round attack then. Okay. I have four attacks. I have an additional plus two on the attack. I actually, I don't know if I have all of the bonuses on my sheet. So let me just roll to hit from my, sure. uh, from my auto, from my auto sheet here. Uh, so that's an additional plus two because of inspired greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a 19 on die. Uh, rolling total to conf- uh, total of. Sorry, uh, 42. Yep, okay. Uh, rolling to confirm. A 7, so a total of 29 to confirm. Does not confirm. From the in- inside of it? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, the interior. Yes, that does confirm. Okay. 
Uh, so 2d10 plus 54 damage. Uh, and then do I get any extra damage from Inspire Greatness? I don't believe so. Uh, uh, let, me, here, let me pull it up again. No, it no, I don't. Okay. Oh. But you do get uh, D6 Sonic. Wait, no, you don't. She, she left. Uh, I rolled two ones. 56 points of damage. All right. So uh, with, the with the first cut, you do cut open until you can see the outside of it. Uh, so 21 to the interior of it, and then the rest of the damage goes to the... So, so 35 to the and rest then, of the body. Uh, Lenore is just going to keep slicing. Yes. That's a 15 on die uh, for a total of 37. Rolling to confirm. Oh my god. Natural 20 to confirm. Lenore's so, pissed. So now now you are targeting the exterior series. Yes. Yes. Okay. And 2d10 plus 54. Oh right. DC 24th saver stagger. <laughs> right. I, I don't think I can fail that. Uh, yeah. Another another set where I roll two natural one where I roll two ones on the D, on the 2d10. That's, that's ridiculous. How is that even possible? So that's another 56 points of damage. Right. It lets out uh, a roar of pain as your as your blade. Basically, you cut out and then just start cutting around, uh, leaving this huge steaming wound on its side. Uh, you got and, more attacks? Yep, I got two Still more up? attacks. I got two more attacks. 32 to hit. Uh, Yes, that hits. Okay. 1d10 plus 27. 31 points of damage. Okay. Still up. All right. And it's 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 now like howling in pain. Like you just feel the whole thing rumbling with this deep bass that you can feel in your bones as it's like crying out in pain. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to swift action spend um, how many rounds of blood rage? Mm -hmm. What? Ten rounds of blood rage to quicken cast true strike. Okay. For my final attack. Okay. Giving me a uh, plus 32 to hit. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, just don't roll a one. Got a 14. Right. Uh, so 34 points of damage. Alright. So, Lenore, from within the body of Cinderball, you take your faux shard and pierce out the side, and then, like, in one giant move, just cut it completely open. Uh, you ever, you ever seen like, uh, like, uh, I think, I think this happens in like Samurai Jack and stuff. Uh -huh. Just takes the blade all the way around and, uh -huh. and then like the rest just falls off. Uh-huh. So from where you are, you cut it completely in half and the top half of Cinder Maw just falls off around you. Uh, check something real quick. Uh, the jaws relax. Uh, Unia, you're able to get free. Uh, and, but Cinder, and Cinder Maw just lays on the ground in two pieces. Uh, I with, would... with Lenore riding on the, like, on the interior of the back half as it just rides with you inside and you ride it to the ground as it falls. Holy shit, as she sees like Lenore emerge 
uh, with the faux shard in one big sweeping motion, then taking Damien in her hand. Uh, uh, Trinian's just like, Ha <laughs> Ophelia? Friend's hot. You think I don't know that? <laughs> uh, 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 let me see if she's got any like abilities that would be good here. Uh, uh, is just gonna be confused there for a bit, evaluating her life choices. It's like she she looks at uh, she looks at Truth Speaker Akram is like, okay, you saw that right? Akram's like, yes. Not only did you, not only did you go into its mouth and cut your way out, you did it twice. A Fuck lot. yeah, I did. All right. Um, uh, Damien is dead. Truth speaker Akram uh, is like, well, I was going to dimension door you away when you got out, but I don't think that's needed now. So instead, Akram is just going to lean down to Cinder Maw and you see this little pulse of energy. Oh. It will live. But we should probably get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> GTFO immediately. Yes. Uh, and uh, we do, we have no reason to be in initiative anymore. So uh, you guys uh, now have the the two pieces of Sunder Maw. Uh, one of them still breathing. <laughs> uh, friendly reminder: it is a worm. And so if you cut it in half, uh, the head can regrow ah, the rest of the worm. Okay, okay. Uh, it's going to probably take a while, but... Uh, Ooh. Worms are basically just tubes, and you just made it a shorter tube. <laughs> uh, Truth Speaker Akram casts Stabilize to keep it from dying. Okay. It's, it's unconscious at negative 17 hit points. Oh, my God. Uh, with a con of 27. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, some things might try to come and pick it up corpse. But yeah. <laughs> I think they'll have a bad plenty time. of. It does fire damage, so I don't yeah. think any animals are going to be okay. Oh Fuck. my god. Fuck. Um, Damien. No. Uh, how long do you have for Breath of Life? Uh, Breath of. Wait, Breath of Life is. I think Breath of Life is just a round. Oh, it's just a round. Uh, Revivify is 10 rounds. Um, but uh, it's okay. Yeah, it has to be within one round. Yeah, but okay. like Damien, so Damien, Damien was at the very bottom of the round, and Uni is at the very yeah. top of the round. Okay, so Cinder Ma is defeated. Damien is dead, and we will pick up next time. Next time on Curse of the Crimson Throne. And thus, the GM strikes again. We will be back next time as our heroes try their best to save their beloved Damien Cosmos. 
my beloved Damien Cosmos as well. I sure hope he lives. This session was produced by David Clark and Katie Dutcher. Uh, the Pathfinder role-playing game is a production of Paizo, uh, as long as the as well as the Chris the Crimson Throne Adventure Path. Uh, they are published under the OGL license, uh, and all all work that we have done is in accordance with that use policy. This session featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio and sound effects from Sirenscape. For more information on those, uh, please just check out our website. Uh, we'll have a full track list available, uh, as well as links to where you can uh, check out the websites themselves. If you are interested in following us, uh, we are on Blue Sky. That's uh, tohaventsroll.bsky.app, right? Yes, sorry, I had to check with Daft on that one because Blue Sky is still kind of new to me. Uh, we are independently uh, on Blue Sky. I am Raiden Zero. That's R A N E and the number zero. Daft is at Doc Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, sevenswroll.tumblr.com. You can check that out for some additional uh, facts about the show, uh, things like character sheets, uh, stuff like that. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on both. Uh, we will be back, uh, hopefully, in two weeks uh, as the adventure continues with the revival of Damien. See you then. big is roaming pit can i put this thing in a pit i don't know if it'll fit <laughs> how big is the pit <laughs> it was just that's why i was also, checking it'd probably just burrow out <laughs> yeah no i was just no it wants to, it wants to see if i'm not a robot again god damn it i'm not a robot that sounds really sus are you a robot now no i'm not a robot identify these pictures of bridges for me uh, ah you hesitated robot <laughs> The dust storm that you encountered randomly could have easily been an ember storm, Ooh. but I totally forgot that was a thing. Glad you didn't take any lethal damage from that. Would have given you one point of fire damage in addition to the normal damage of a dust storm. It totally would have lit the web shelter on fire. It would have lit the web shelter on fire. <laughs> we thank the mercy of the DM. <laughs> the forgetful nature of the DM. <laughs> There's also a number of uh, common pieces of foliage in this area that I haven't talked about. Ooh. Ember poppies, uh, which uh, which grow after wildfires. You have flask trees, uh, which actually contain water. Oh. Uh, the shape of the trunk is uh, shaped like a flask. Oh. Uh, you have galt root bush, uh, which is... A short bush that grows in red clay and often sheds crimson leaves throughout drought periods. Uh, the Lotra tree, uh, which has a bark with an oil that is resistant to fire. It's part of what they use to make their paint. Ah. Uh, and then you have just regular scrub brush. <laughs>
uh, thanks for all the information about the plants, Damien, but what, what, what about this worm <laughs> thing? Hey, wait. Does you have access to third level or sixth level spellcasting? They do. I have an idea. I am not casting modify memory <laughs> on Truth Seeker Rockrum. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> we just shadow walk there and we cast modify memory. No, no. As soon as he goes anywhere else, he'll realize the days are off. <laughs> And then he will then he will not he will not vouch for us anymore. The problem is truth Street rock room's too smart. <laughs> oh actually I don't think modified memory would work on him. It's a compulsion effect. Oh yeah, he's immune to yep, those. Yep. <laughs> uh I'm gonna cast uh slipstream as well. Uh oh no, that, which gives me a swim speed just in case. <laughs> nice. Okay. In case you end up in some lava and gotta swim out. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Nobody really needs healing yet. Um, um, this would be a great time to watch Tremors, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Tremors is a great movie. Yes.